Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashan. Hello, good morning. This is Ken Rashan on Voice America. Andrea, how are you? I am hunky-dory. You are uh, you are looking orange today. Like It uh, looks like you're getting a new tan with this bright orange yeah, shirt for your birthday. I've been, yeah, I've been going to tanning so I can look really <laughs> orange. <laughs> well, happy birthday, Ken. Uh, this is the week of your birthday. It's birthday month for Ken Rashawn. And so uh, we are going to be celebrating the entire month of happiness and smiles for him. He has a lot of really cool things happening in the works. So, Ken, what has been uh, what has been day one and two of uh, your birthday month that we don't know about? Wow. Wow. I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> so, uh, as you can see from the orange, I went to the river. And uh, got got a little tan. Got a little yes. tan. Yeah, and uh, we're we're working with some people that are going to get some books out in the next month or two. So that's exciting. But we'll have them on our show later. Absolutely. And um, we are super excited to have Ron Klein with us uh, joining us this morning. But before I bring Ron on, uh, Ken, can you uh, share with us what your dreams and expectations are for the Keep Smiling movement and for yourself professionally for your next year of your life? Because you have a whole nother year to celebrate and we want to make sure that we are supporting your wishes. God willing. So uh, we have... 120 books at this point, sharing people's inspirational stories of how they became who they are. And our goal is to magically get from 100 to 1,000. So we have a a website that I believe will be able to help really create a scalable um, experience for people to go to the website, share their story, submit it, and literally minutes later, have an ebook and then it can go to print obviously and they can have a tangible book that shows what they're doing in the world that's causing smiles. So I see Tracy's uh, picture here. Uh, yes, you can stop looking now. Thank you very much. So we're going to pull Ron on here. Let me go ahead and pull up his bio so we can share. Uh, Ken, I'm handling some um, uh, things in the background here. So if we could um, have you uh, help me out when you see that I am looking down doing this. I'm trying to do things on Facebook Live because people have been watching the show as uh-huh. we've been live streaming and not everybody knows how to get onto Facebook Ambassadors page. Um, so um, let me pull up Ron's bio and here it is. All right, Ron Klein, he is an extraordinary man who accomplishes extraordinary things. He is a problem solver and every solution has resulted in monumental change either in a new invention or a simple solution. His innovative ideas have changed the world, and he is the inventor of the magnetic strip on the back of your credit cards. Um, Like, you know, well, that is actually my idea. I just pulled out the wrong thing, Ron. Uh, These things on the back of your credit card, these magnetic strips, that's what he has invented uh, for a credit card validity checking system. And he's the developer of the computerized systems for real estate for multiple listing services. 
the voice response for the banking industry, and bond quotation and trade information for the New York Stock Exchange. And he is super busy. He has a whole bunch of other things in the works. Who knows what we're going to find out he's doing within the next month. His latest patent is for a device that enables visually impaired people the ability to identify an item when physical range of that item and it utilizes a smartphone and special coded adhesive labels. So you can uh, visit Envision Eli, E-L-I, that's Envision E-L-I.com for additional information on that. And Ron, welcome to the, uh, to the store, I almost said, to the show. <laughs> well, it is the store. I mean, it is think about it. Because with retail going bye-bye, Zoom is going to become the new store. Oh, Ron, I have to invite Ron to uh, take his uh, camera, uh, have him start video, and unmute himself. Ron, here you are. Yeah, Yay, Ron. Hey, Ron, you do not look very well, orange. Why no, do I you don't. Not, yeah, I why don't, do you? You know what? I was going to wear an orange shirt today, Ken, and I don't know why I didn't. But first of all, most important, happy birthday, I'm here specifically to wish you a happy birthday. Uh, Andrea, she didn't realize I'm not staying on for the entire hour. I'm going to be on a week from today, a week from Monday. Okay. But um, yes, a week from next Monday. I'm sorry. Well, if you are, I'm going to uh, request that you wear orange. And my orange is has LOL on it. Okay. So... Not only laugh out loud, but love out loud is what I that will actually stands absolutely for. wear my orange shirt. On, Very good uh, on the seventeenth. How's your neck? Um, it's still glued on. I've, I've changed the screws a little bit. I tightened them up and I straightened it out a little, and it, it seems to be working out. Um, you're, you're looking prim and proper. I will say that you look like uh, well, Ga- Gandhi in a way. Trying. Yeah. Um, I uh, I just had a birthday myself. It's getting up there. When was it? It was July 6th, and I was 85 years old. How about that? Well, you still are 85 years old because you're not wise. <laughs> but, he was, and he still is. <laughs> I'm still 85 years old, and I now earn the new title of Senior Millennial. So we do want to do your Keep Smiling book. And, and by the way, thank you Absolutely. for all the contributions. You know, I heard a, um, a YouTube uh, message. It was actually this morning at 3 a.m., and there was a gentleman. I wish I remembered his name, but he said, all world problems will be sol- solved by entrepreneurs. Absolutely. Because that's all we do is solve problems. Our job is to help people reinvent themselves and make things better. Yes. And, and, and to take what is a problem and see how we can solve it. No problems, only challenges. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And there's always that gift behind every challenge and an opportunity. So just keep it simple, right? <clears throat> yeah. And I'll tell you that um, – in doing these keep smiling books and taking as many photos as we have, I I don't always find the photos I want. And you were quite a gift last week. It was I think last Wednesday. I found your picture at one of the secret knock events that I had never seen before. Wow. So I so I with all this COVID time, I find all the photos I hadn't processed. I don't know if you would believe this or fathom this, but I have I have roughly. 20,000 to 45,000 photos a year I don't even touch because I just can't get to them. There's just no time. And I found your photo of you holding a cute smiling card. Well, thank you. Did, did he have, you know, I just pulled my earplug out because I think my speaker is a little bit better. Did the photo have little dart holes in it where people were throwing darts? 
It actually, it did not. And we're not putting this public because we don't want anyone throwing a dart at that photo. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> not at you ever. <laughs> and, and Ron, could you share with me uh, your impression of Ken over the years and uh, why you uh, why you were why you think you were selected to be part of his birthday party today? Mainly to show me up because he's so handsome and I'm so ugly for all these years. He, let alone him being handsome with that gorgeous tan. He's <laughs> so I look at Ken and I look at myself now on Zoom and I'm saying it must be the camera. I mean, my color has to be better. So I'm, it's got to be the reflection from the iron shirt. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to get the Gandhi-esque um, shirt iron for my interview with you. Actually, uh, Ken, you have one. Uh, when I was in yes, Egypt. I did. I bought him one of those beautiful long gowns for a guru because I told Ken that I see him as our, you know, our uh, fearless leader for the Keep Smiling movement and bought that for him so that someday he can um, bestow that honor um, by wearing that and showing up in that uh, as we're traveling. Do you know what fearless leader really means? What? A leader with faith. A leader. Okay. I mean, that's what you do, Absolutely. Ron. That's every time you look at a problem, you look, you just redefine what a problem is. It's an opportunity. You know, it's a challenge. It's not a problem. Because you know what? I wouldn't have made it to 85 if I, if I didn't rip that page out in the dictionary where it said problem. <laughs> you know, that's and awesome. you don't have to be the sharpest knife in the drawer. Well, you know my mantra. It's simplicity. And then I say you have to be sharp, daring, and different. Okay? Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Smart, daring, and different. And smart is that learn something new every day, knowledge is power, and then to be daring is if you're not making mistakes, you're not learning anything. I always say, you know, if you painted it the wrong color the first time, paint it a different color. And then we both believe in being different is you must provide benefits. Yes. And I always tell people, if it's not a benefit, it's a hobby. So provide a benefit. All right. So, Ron, I, I have a question for you. Sure. So first of all, thank you for the acknowledgement and the birthday. You are a very special person, and being a being a fellow scientist and um, a wannabe nerd and disruptor, I, I have to say you're <laughs> one of my idols. And it's so funny how humble you are. But um, you just taught us a lot of stuff, and what you just said just as a quick little ideology and philosophy of who you are and what you believe and how you live. But can you share with people what you just learned recently this weekend or recently? Share what I just. What? Tell tell the audience what you just learned recently. Just so, what's the most? What you learned thing? recently? Yeah, what's the most recent thing you learned? The most recent thing I've learned is in this world today, it's so important to reinvent yourself and make things better. You don't have to re you don't have to invent. You have to be innovative, reinvent yourself, and make things better. That's what I learned. All right. That's what's so important. Ron, well, you are you. you're a hero, and I just want to say thank you. And thank you, um, guys. You're awesome. Listen, so, thank you for being two here. From today. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank for you, Ron. Me. I appreciate you so much. And Happy uh, birthday, Ron and keep smiling. Thank you, Ron. I will. <laughs> I mean, with an orange tan like this, you got to. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to color my face a little bit too. I'm right? going to tighten my neck later, and okay. by next week, you're going to be very impressed. It's going to be more like this. <laughs> Right-handed right screws, okay? You need right-handed screws. I know. And also, by the way, uh, you have to know whether which one's the vertical and which one's the left and right. Exactly. <laughs> Is it straight? Yeah. Perfect. 
Awesome. See Love you guys. Bye bye. See you in a couple. Bye bye. And we want to remind everyone that this is Ken Rashawn's happy birthday surprise party. And uh, uh, he's going to have a whole year of wonderful things happening for him. And we started with Ron Klein, the grandfather of possibilities, because we have published over 120 Keep Smiling books that Ken has co-authored and been the forerunner for creating all of those. And we've been wanting Ron's story for a long time. So we're going to make sure that that's recorded and ready to go so that he can be one of the many people that we have a legacy of. And then next we have our lovely uh, Tracy Repcheck. Let's put her on. Uh, Ken already uh, uh, peeked and saw her picture. So he knew that she was going to be here today. And uh, she is going to unmute herself here in just a second. And we will rename her uh, from being me. <laughs> so Tracy. Yeah, it was a little bit of a giveaway with your photo from Be Connected and seeing you on the Be Connected show so many times. Oh, interesting. Oh, <laughs> well, happy birthday, Ken. Even though you spoiled the surprise, you're, are you the guy oh. that shakes that box at Christmas? You know? <laughs> well, first of all, I, I, I'm not that that person and i didn't spoil it because i still don't know what's going to happen next and i will say that i came on with this uh this show with no light and i said i got to borrow some lights and so that's what the orange shoe is <laughs> i i went to be connected on a saturday and left my my uh, really high halogen lamp at my office so here it is with the orange tan today <laughs> well i love it because um it we can have fun with it and say how he has it looks like a self-tanner yes <laughs> yeah keep well, smiling tracy, keep smiling keep getting orange tracy the reason i invited you here today is not only has tracy done such amazing things let me share a little bit about her bio with everybody so you understand what an amazing woman this is. She has been a crusader for women's empowerment and leadership since she started a software company at the age of 19 in 1985. And she was the pioneer on the internet since 1992 and has helped thousands of successful coaches, speakers, entrepreneurs, and CEOs worldwide increase their visibility and create six and seven figure businesses doing what you love. She's been deemed one of the top women speakers in the world. She's spoken over 37 countries on topics ranging from success strategies of an entrepreneur, internet marketing, social media for business, list building and funnel marketing to how to find the gaps in your business and everything in between. She is super dynamic, wonderful. She's been mentioned in Forbes like over 20 or 30 times. She's a seven-time um, number one international best-selling author. She's had awards from the White House, the Assembly, the Senate and President. Uh, presidents, I mean, this woman's got it going on. Heck, she, even and, has, she even has a Mercedes. I know that was funny you have a new it Rolls was, Royce you know what I'm, I have to say funny. yeah so Tracy I'm not upset that uh, the Rolls Royce got delivered to the wrong person for their birthday <laughs> <laughs> sorry Ken <laughs> so um, you know what I enjoyed about that call besides the fact that uh, there was a great sense of humor and uh, the fact that you got a, a promotion and be connected so congratulations for that I enjoyed Thank the you. fact that you got uh scolded and schooled for being a giver because um jr said yeah i know and, and stop stop buying um and helping people so much with their memberships to be connected so i just want to say that i i feel you in that because you're a giver and you're someone that actually sees that this gift is so big that if people don't take action and you care about them you're like tell you what i'm going to prove it and so i just want right. to say that, that was my favorite part of the call because i related to you yeah. and <laughs> you know money comes to those and abundance comes to those who create impact and give. And so 
I just want to thank you for being part of this surprise because it is a surprise Aww. celebration. You were the only one that's not a surprise because I saw your photo. And you only did get to see her for a couple seconds beforehand. So that was good. I even tried to rename her uh, and uh, that didn't last long because I know Ken's too intelligent. What can I say? Well, I'll t- you know? tell you what, Tracy, so that there's a birthday gift for all. Um, Ron said, we, you need to learn something every day. So give me uh, two gifts, not for me, but for my, for the audience here. Gift number mm-hmm. one is what you learned recently, and gift number two is uh, something about what you're doing that's making a difference. Um, okay, well, so interesting what I learned recently because I was on the I was speaking yesterday at the Best You Expo, and of course, um, uh, as a speaker, I'm also a consummate learner. So I was attending the other um, the other uh, speakers' sessions, and it was so interesting, and and I admire her so much. And the lesson I learned from it is successful people show up. It doesn't matter, right? So I'm, uh, there was this panel that was on and, you know, five wonderful women were there and Sharon Lecter was supposed to be there as well. And she's, she's not, and you can kind of see there's some struggle going on in the background. And, and eventually Sharon gets on and she's, of course, she says, I'm not great with technology, you know, um, and, and all of these things. And, and, and so it just, I, I admired that and I saw that persistence. I saw it, um, kind of, uh, uh, you know, just, just making things happen, showing up when you got to, being there. She delivered her message eloquently, regardless of the struggle that she had to get onto the Zoom call, right? Um, and, you know, she's just been around forever. And then when you hear her story and where she is, that, again, was another um, consummate message that I take with me and I make sure that I integrate it into my own life. And that is, is as you hit a certain point in your level of success, it really becomes how much do you do for others, right? And so she's got um, her organizations and her charities and things of that nature. And, and this has, of course, opened so many doors for her. And I thought, you know, kind of, I want to be like Sharon when I grow up, right? You know, hitting that later stage of being an entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur since I was 19. I have known no other life. Um, and, and so that was, that was just a beautiful moment that I really held um, deeply because just kind of probably like Ron, right? You know, just, just people that never stop doing what they need to do because it's so important for others um, and like yourself, right? You're, the, the movement that you're a part of. Um, and the second question was, what am I, what was it? What am I doing for others? What was the second question? No, no, no. What, are you, what are you doing different uh, that people can learn from? Because I, I know be connected would be one answer. And I know you're doing, you're thriving, you're causing all kinds of things to happen there. And we don't want this to be a, a be connected ad, but basically that's mm-hmm. a new technology that allows people to pivot. But what are you doing besides that? Yeah. That's helping people pivot. I mean, helping you pivot. That's helping me pivot. Yeah. Hmm. Well, um, that was the pivot, right? You know, four right. months ago. And, and, and it's interesting because uh, in 2003, again, I was already a part of SARS in Toronto. So we had that shutdown um, experience already. And of course, being in technology, there's constant moments where I can define an exact pivot point based on either technological change or um, anything that is outward that causes me to need to um, uh, uh, make a change. And so 
that that is what occurred there. I took my business completely down to the ground in February or March, right when it occurred. And I think that's probably an element of survive, right? You know, how do you survive and thrive for whenever, when so many others uh, go bust, when I was in the dot-com, you know, bust era, uh, giants around me were falling and we were um, on the up, up level as, uh, again. So it's, um, I, I would say it's the ability to um, not hold on to things that you're doing or I was doing even though they were making me money, right? I was, you know, everything was fine. I have online programs. My entire business is online. I've been virtual since 1994. Uh, 15 staff are out, you know, were, were, had gone virtual back then. And so it, it just became a, a point of uh, being okay to let go of everything and knowing that what remains is what needs to move forward. And what's hilarious is, in this situation is very little remained. And so it showed me, and I knew this actually beforehand, but I was so busy delivering, serving clients, doing what I do, that I didn't have a moment to stop and say, is this really where I want to be going? And I'm telling you, it fell on my lap. Um, and I knew, I knew the second I heard the idea that this is a unicorn, this is where it's going, this is the next technology, just like I knew with the internet, just like I knew when, um, uh, you know, um, I mean, I start in the era where everything was outsourced because computers were 25 grand and printers were 8,000, so companies couldn't afford to bring this stuff in-house. So they were outsourcing. I knew just before the that era even that I needed to get into the computer uh, training and hardware and software industry. So, uh, you know, it just became a question of, of seeing what's happening and, and, and pivoting on that. And so my pivot um, has brought me to, of course, uh, <laughs> getting a position as executive vice president of marketing, which means I get to determine the entire scope of how are we going to market and launch, as far as I'm concerned, for a billion-dollar company? And it's been the, one of the greatest gifts and most exciting things I've ever done. Well, don't, don't forget us when, you know, you get really big, okay? <laughs> well, I think you forget us. We're already along for the ride. Uh, so, uh, Tracy, thank you so much for being here, for sharing that message for Ken so he knows how wonderful his year is going to be this year and uh, how it's only looking brighter every day. So he'll become more and more orange. <laughs> He'll be brown by the end of the by the end of the. Hey, and by the way, I want to say this on my birthday, and Tracy, you have prompted this. Orange lives matter. <laughs> I agree. Oh, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, well, Tracy, for being here. Thank you. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Tracy's going to be on with us for a full uh, time as well. Uh, doing uh, wonderful things. And uh, I want to remind people you're listening to Amplified with Ken Rashawn on Voice America Influencers Channel. Our sponsors include the Red Carpet Connection, the Umbrella Syndicate, Perfect Publishing, Absolute Entertainment, and the Keep Smiling Movement. And we have more in store. Our next guest, uh, let me go ahead and read the... Actually, I'll go ahead and bring him on because you will not recognize him probably by mm. face although he is quite amazing uh let me ask you to start your video and unmute yourself and uh this gentleman has two distinct worlds 
His name is Christopher Chiz Chisholm. He's a classically trained, award-winning actor, director, producer, and writer who has spent his career in all facets of entertainment. He has appeared on the New York stage and Hollywood sound stages, as well as repertory and regional theaters across the country and around the globe. He has performed in over 200 stage productions, feature films, and television shows in his rich career. From Shakespeare to Shepard and Albie to Williams, Chiz has starred in classics, comedies, dramas, and dozens of musicals over the years. However, that's not all. This man's resume is so long that the trains around me are beeping their horns excited about it. (laughs) He has been a creative force in the entertainment industry. He brings a wealth of knowledge, experience, and success as a CEO and founder of companies ranging from traditional media, new media, digital platforms, convergence expertise, as well as extensive know-how in sales, marketing, and branding for Fortune 500 companies. And he also was a member of the original launch team at E! Entertainment Television, which became the fastest-growing national cable network in history. He's produced over 400 hours of programming, including original shows and numerous specials on this channel, um, which the, the telecasts have won Academy Awards, Golden Globes, Emmys, and more he produced and hosted inside hollywood on cable and the first ever clippy awards for which he was nominated as a cable ace award um as a producer so this man has been around the block and he is so amazingly fun i've had such a good time getting to know him chiz welcome to the show introduction to ken rishan my partner andrea that was really beautiful and ken i'm your new best friend and i'm here to (laughs) wish you a very happy birthday well, we are both friends of Peter's, and um, the connection came to me yesterday. I was asked to, to come on and uh, introduce myself because uh, I might have uh, something of interest to offer to uh, your very inspiring smile story. But uh, first of all, we're beginning our eternal relationship today. I wish you a very happy birthday. I'm delighted to be your guest. Well, thank you. I, I do have several questions right out of the gate. First of all, go right ahead. You're my first guest that has kind of the Alfred Hitchcock. You have the black background. Yes. You show up and yes. uh, you already know what you're doing to make sure the floating head actually shows up and steals the show from everyone else that has distracted. He's the great and powerful exactly. Oz. The second thing I want to say is um, I am a little disappointed, not that i um disappointed that you're here, but disappointed that you didn't have an orange face too. <laughs> well, you know, we have the technology. <laughs> We have the technology. Um, this is yeah. The floating head is definitely for two reasons. Number one, no distraction. Number two, dramatic effect, obviously. It is. Uh, but it really works for me because I don't like the vault, the the background. People are using you know virtual mm-hmm. backgrounds. Yes. But um, as you hear a little bit about me, I'd like to get to know you a little uh, better. I've been a creative entrepreneur, creative executive, a CEO, a, a platinum level consultant for many Fortune five hundreds. But all of that. Uh, was because I wanted to support my creative entertainment career in film, television, and theater. And theater uh, is my first love. I started as a kid, but we all know theaters like crime because crime don't pay. That's right. And theater don't pay. So I started producing, directing, and writing in support of my acting career. But I will tell you, Ken, that my true claim to fame is that, like most people in entertainment... Uh, unlike most people in entertainment, I've never waited on a table. So I've never been a waiter, actor, or what we call a whacter. 
but uh, I've had a uh, dynamic and, and very diversified career and I've enjoyed it and I still love what I do. And I think a lot of what resonated with me about you and Andrea, what she shared with me and the fact that we both know Peter Stropel and have mutual friends is that part of my, the biggest part of my lo- my life and love is not only faith and love, but walking through this world with a positive mental attitude. And a lot of times that is the result of that is a smile. And when I heard about that, I was just delighted to hear it. And I'm excited to be with you. And I think we may have an opportunity to speak again at some length in the future. I, I would hope so. And I, I do have several questions. I know we're going to break pretty soon, but yeah. I want to, I want to say this. Um, you have probably dissuaded uh, people like myself from accomplishing much more because the bio takes so much of the segment. And so (laughs) (laughs) I I'm actually thinking about stopping right now and not really accomplishing more just so I can keep my bio nice and short. (laughs) (laughs) You've been a busy guy too. You know, I just happened to write down everything. You didn't write down everything. Yeah. You keep, you're holding some back in your magic bag of tricks. (laughs) Very good. Well, we're going to be back in a minute. You want to go ahead and give the uh, sponsorship announcements, Andrea? I'm going to say that she is probably going to. I, I didn't hear that. Sponsorship. Oh, take us to commercial? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, that's what I'll just assume you said. And uh, we'll be back after these messages. Again, thanks to our sponsors, including Blue Suede Entertainment, bluesuadeent.com. And we'll be back after these messages. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at UmbrellaSyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. All right, this is Ken Roshan and orange you glad that we are back for the second segment and when you have a a lovely publicist like andrea you get the surprise of what's going to happen in the week of your birthday so what a lovely surprise to have uh friends old friends new friends uh join in a a celebration of life and i am i was just asked a question i'll let you restate it chiz well i was just wishing you a happy birthday again and was wondering how you're going to celebrate uh, your birthday, uh, above and beyond all the uh, surprise guests you have today, including a mystery guest. It's like to tell the truth. There he is. Hello, Bucko. There's the Buckaroo. Um, hi, buddy. How are you? Good. Are you having a good Monday already? 
Yes. You want to tell me, Joe? You have a beautiful smile. Look at that smile. So this is Kenny K3, uh, Ken's son. He's seven, and he is an author of a book, Chiz. And he seven uh, years old and already an author. That's the way to start. Uh, Kenny, would you be willing to share for your dad's birthday party today, live on the air, one of your favorite jokes? One of my favorite jokes is why the what did the snail say when he was on the turtle's back? What did the snail say when he was on the turtle's back? Chiz, do you know? Wee! <laughs> Chiz knew the answer, Kenny. One of my favorite jokes. Never try to stump an old comedian. I'm telling you. I love oh, that joke, awesome. Kenny. That's a great joke. Can I share that with my audience as well? I love that. Oh, yes, that would be great. And uh, He's got one uh, more joke to see if he can stump you. Okay, let's go. What do you call, what did the dad bull buffalo. buffalo say to his son when he was leaving for school? What did he say? What did the dad buffalo say to his son when his son was leaving for school? What's the answer, Kenny? Bye, son. Bye, son. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to say, don't take any wooden bison nickels. I like that. <laughs> Bye, son. Yeah, that's Bye, very, son. very good. Uh, Kenny? Can you just, oh, he walked away. Yeah, well, Say he's, happy he's, birthday, Daddy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's uh, he's actually part of the answer to your question, Chiz. So oh, you asked how I'm going to celebrate. So uh, I think it was two or three years ago when he was much younger. Uh, he's seven uh -huh. right now. I think it was age three, if I recall. Um, he would get very angry if I had the cupcakes uh, because we had to make cupcakes and my cake because his favorite thing was cupcakes. And I took my cupcake and he thought all of them were for him or my birthday. <laughs> okay. And so when I went to blow out the cupcake, his foot was near the cupcake and I decided to put it right in front of my face and have this expression like, like this, like what the heck is going on? So he asked if he could reenact that, uh, this particular birthday. So uh, as a bigger kid being in my lap at 60 pounds, it'll be wow. interesting to have his foot, um, go right into my face. While I'm what a handsome, handsome boy. <laughs> and he's already an author and a sit down lap comedian. <laughs> I love the fact that you knew the, the snail joke. That is, that is quite that, a that, very, that's a funny joke. Tickled I think Kenny joke. was shocked too. He was like, yeah. <laughs> wow. And you were, you said it with such enthusiasm. Too, I know. Ken, as I know. Kenny got a state. Kenny got stage shock. I mean, that was the <laughs> ultimate, like I'm going to deliver my best in another, my best stuff. And I got stumped. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, when you true. say, when you say he wanted, he was like all the cupcakes are mine. It reminds me of an anecdote of, uh, about LBJ, our president, Lyndon Baines Johnson, when uh, Westmoreland was giving him a tour of uh, Fort Hood and was showing him all the helicopters and all of the airplanes and all of the uh, artillery and vehicles. And uh, they were running to take a helicopter uh, a flight tour of, of the base. And, and uh, LBJ started heading towards a, uh, one of the helicopters in Westmoreland said, no, Mr. President, this is your helicopter right over here, sir. This is the, uh, this is your helicopter. And LBJ looked at him and said, general, they're all my helicopters. <laughs> And that was like Kenny with his cupcakes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> They're yes, all indeed. my cupcakes. They're all my cupcakes. Well, so I, I I have a question because uh, Chiz is a unique name. So, um, do say how the, how you had Christopher turn into that. I guess your first well, last name. Your my, last name is the one that created is that. Chisholm. Yes, uh, my full name is Christopher Andrew Matthew Bartholomew Chisholm. 
which is shorter than most. John Jacob yeah. Jingle. <laughs> oh, so with Christopher Andrew Matthew Bartholomew Chisholm, my mother said, if I give him enough saints' names, maybe he'll be a saint. And if he can spell his name, he'll get into Harvard. Well, one of those things came true, and I went to Harvard, but I didn't study anything there. They were studying me, so that was the problem. But um, I was in fourth grade, and I had actually a, a former drill, drill sergeant who was a teacher of mine. He was a drill sergeant Marine Corps, retired from the Marines, taught in my school of Cape Elizabeth Elementary School. I, went, uh, I grew up in Cape Elizabeth, Maine, on the coast of Maine. And uh, there was another Chris. The way life should be. The way, the way life, life should be. You got it. That's our <laughs> motto, baby, vacation land. And uh, I still have a summer lake home in Maine and a place on Cape Cod and a winter home in Florida. I've left the West Coast now because my roots are on the East Coast. But there was a girl in my class named Christy Toothaker. She was Christina and I was Christopher. But when Mr. Holbrook would ask a question, I'd raise my hand and he'd go, yes, Chris. And I'd start blurting and I said, no, 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 Christy, Christy Toothaker. And so this happened so many times I got irritated and I went out to Mr. Holbrook and I said, Mr. Holbrook, by the way, Christy Toothaker's father was a dentist. So just saying. <laughs> so Christy Toothaker, uh, he used to call Chris and he called me Chris too. And I said, you know, I hate having two Chris's and one's a girl and I'm Christopher, she's Christy. Could you just call me Christopher from now on? So I know you're not just calling, you know, me or Christy. And he said, Christopher, you think I have time for three syllables? From now on, you're chiz. You think I have time for three syllables? That sounds like that. that sounds like Lou Gossett Jr. was in your uh, was teaching yeah. your school. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was the real deal, though. He was tough, but he was something a like great, that. Guy. A well, great have, influence on my so, life. So full metal jacket, then instead. There you, right? Exactly. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, well, we have the pleasure of having chiz all to ourselves for a full hour in the future here. So, um, and Chiz, we've become uh, bestie buddies here uh, seemingly overnight. So I'm so glad to have you in our world and can't wait for you and Ken to have your own conversations. And, I'm just um, delighted. Um, and then if you'd much. like to stay on with us, I'm, I'm going to take you off camera right now, but please stay if, as long as you'd like. And uh, I we're, sure we're, will. Well, I'm going to watch the rest of your broadcast. It's wonderful. And I, I just want to thank you for letting me crash your birthday party. And, and by the way, for your birthday, I will do my best to be the floating orange. <laughs> There you go. Well, I'm a Miami hurricane for my undergrad, so our colors were orange and green. Nice. So that, that'll good. work. Anyway, many blessings of the day. Happy birthday. Thanks, Chiz. Ken, thanks for having me. We'll talk again soon, I hope, and uh, I'll enjoy the rest of the show. Thanks, Andrea. Thank you. Happy birthday. And I have a special guest for you, Ken. Uh, Elvis Presley is in the house today. And uh, uh, Elvis, you said you wanted to share something wonderful for Ken Rashawn. Yeah, man. How you doing this morning, Ken? We're gonna do a little happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear King. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, baby. I hope you have a fantastic one, man. How you doing today, fella? Thank you. Thank you very much. Don't be making my lines now, fellas. How y'all doing this morning, man? I'm doing great. Thank you for all you do. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Just 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 happy to be here. This is a little earlier than I normally get up. You know, I have a nut out. And, 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 but but they said it was Ken's birthday, man, so I said, Well, anything for Ken, man, you know, so I got up extra early just for you, fella. Thank you, Elvis. Where are you uh, calling from? 
Were you? Well, I know you're touring right now in COVID. So what's up? Well, originally, you know, I'm from Tupelo, Mississippi, and when we were nine, we moved to Memphis. You know, no, right now I live in Marietta, Georgia, man. Cool. Right outside of Atlanta. Well, it was beautiful to see you part of the show. So thank you. Well, yes, thank you so much, Elvis Presley, for being here. And in the future, Elvis Presley will be with us again, letting us know what he's been doing secretively for all these years to be able to keep spreading the message of love and hope that Elvis always did. So, uh, Elvis, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for the birthday messages. And again, yes, thank you, Blue Suede Entertainment. That's bluesuadeent.com for uh, sponsoring Elvis for being here today. And thank you for your service, King. <laughs> awesome. And we have another uh, fun uh, opportunity for you today. Let me go ahead and bring this gentleman on while I pull up his information. Uh, Ken, I don't know if you will recognize him by face, but you will certainly. Is that Bernie uh, Siegel? It is. <laughs> So, happy birthday, Ken. This is Bernie Siegel. Uh, uh, Dr. Bernie Siegel is an internationally recognized expert. He is such an amazing man who's done so many things and had so many uh, multiple books <clears throat> that he has put out over the years. You know, he is a writer, a retired pediatric and general surgeon. He writes and teaches about mind-body medicine and relationships between patient and the healing process. Among many other things, he's internationally known for Love, Medicine, and Miracles. He's written about um, happiness. And uh, we have been wanting to have you on for a very long time. So, uh, Bernie, and we have the special treat of having Bernie on for a whole hour in the future. So I'm not going to spend a lot more time talking because I want you to be able to talk Bernie so welcome to the show well, you know you mentioned all my books let me tell you so that everybody knows there's hope in four years of college I received one C in creative writing after Love Medicine Miracles became a bestseller I wrote the college Colgate University and I said look I have a book that's on New York Times bestseller list. If you just raise my grade in creative writing to a B, I will graduate with high honors. You know, my grade average would be raised. And they wrote back, because this is decades after I graduated, they wrote back saying, we cannot alter grades after graduation. I was disappointed. They didn't have a sense of humor. You know, I thought they'd laugh. And, and know that I'm kidding. But I got such a serious letter, I gave up on it. But I think what the truth is, what I learned about myself is, you know, being majoring in science, going to be a doctor, I did a lot of thinking. So when I got an assignment to write something, I thought about what it ought to be. And that's why I got to see, you know, it. I learned from writing letters once I began to help people with life-threatening illnesses and problems. I didn't think about the letter. I just sat down and wrote. You know, yes, now we have computers and other things, but I still, I'm not thinking. I'm letting it flow from my heart. And I think mm -hmm. that's what makes the difference. And my friend uh, Mario Puzo, Godfather author, he said, that when he sat down to write, he'd sit there doing nothing. I mean, we'd see him, 
and say, I thought you were going to write. He said, I'm waiting for the characters to tell me what to write. And I thought that is a wonderful way of saying it. You know, he was at another level in another place. And I've learned now, when I read books I've written, I love them because it's like somebody else wrote them, if you know what I mean. It came, as my wife always said, it came from God knows where, you know, because people would say, why did he say that? How did he come up with it? God, it came from God knows where. And I think that's the best answer. When it comes out of you from God knows where, you do a lot of good things. And you don't have to stop and think about it. It, it just all happens. You know, it's, uh, as my mother used to say, um, do what makes you happy. Uh, another young lady who had AIDS wrote on her refrigerator, uh, when you live in your heart, magic happens. And I think it's learning to pay attention to your heart, not what's in here, but what's in here. And something that I don't want it to take the smile off your face, but my wife died a couple of years ago. Nine months after she died, what do you think I had trouble with in my body? What organ? Tell me. Your heart. Your heart. heart. Yeah. My heart went crazy. You know, it, what's called auricular fibrillation. It just crazy beats. And to me, that was so classical of what I'm trying to teach people, that it's not a coincidence losing my wife makes my heart go nuts. But the other is the mystical part of life, because she hadn't stopped communicating with me since she died. But the fascinating part, she was born on 9-9. I go down the emergency room to have my heart checked. I walk in and I hear a voice say, put him in room nine. We don't have a room for you up in the hospital. So I stay overnight in the emergency room. Oh, we got a room now. Number 819. All right. And then when I looked at the wristband they put on you, and I've saved all these in case people don't believe me. <laughs> my hospital identification number, every time you go to the doctor or the hospital, you get that wristband, is, it has an 8 in it, which is a new beginning. That's why, like the 819, I knew I'll be okay. Well, 8 uh, plus 1 does equal 9. <laughs> yeah, oh no, but then it, the total was 9, 9. Yeah, but like my wife was saying, here's the whole message to you. And uh, so my hospital number is 8, 996633. And every time I've gone back, the admission number also adds up to everything but nine. Except one time I was in the doctor's office. I said to the nurse, everything's going to add up to nine when you print it out. And then I noticed the visit number didn't. And it was like, what's going on? Then it got to me. Honey, it adds up to your anniversary date, 7-11. So only once. Did it not add up to all nines? And that day it added up to my anniversary, which I think my wife was saying, let's celebrate this. It's the summertime, you know, when we got married, that sort of thing. But it, there's so many things, even I'll hold this up for you. These are coins, okay? And what are they? A dime and a penny, because we were married on the 11th. Ten, at least 10 times I have found a dime and a penny in the most bizarre places, in bird baths. Um, yeah, checkout counters. Um, it's just, 
you know, again, it can't be a coincidence. And I know it's in so many ways my wife's saying hello. And when my mother died, then I'll try to take a breath and stop. <laughs> we started finding pennies. And they were in places where they weren't. You know, it's like you walk to your mailbox and you find them on the way back. It's like, why, why didn't I notice when I went down to the mailbox? And one of the grandchildren, this is what really hit me. This little pipsqueak is standing in our yard and he said, they're pennies from heaven. Oh. Great song. That became our family symbol. When somebody died, you started finding all these pennies everywhere. And they were pennies from heaven. Good old Louis Prima. Yeah. And uh, it, it's, as I say, no coincidence because you can be in your living room, the floor is clear, you go back 10 minutes later, there's a, well, one more mystical thing. The weekend of Mother's Day this year was quite significant because the nine was Saturday, the 11 was Monday, and Sunday was Mother's Day. So it was like three wonderful numbers and days together. Um, and I did a wash of odds and ends and rags and things. I take stuff out of the dryer. There was a dime and a penny in the dryer. And there were, there, there were no pants with money. You know what I mean? There was no explanation. Then I go to make my bed and I'm still sleeping in the same bed that Bobby and I slept in. And so I go around to the other side to pull all the blankets and things back to even up the bed. I picked them up in my hands and literally they were pulled out of my hands. I'm trying to put them down and they go flying the other way. I look at the bed, what's lying there on the sheet covering the mattress, a dime and a penny. In <laughs> so Bernie, where where do you, where do you live? In Woodbridge, Connecticut. That's correct. You are one hundred percent correct. And let me just tell you something. It's <laughs> almost like this is your birthday surprise. Chiz is the one who came up with the surprise of the three of us alternating times that we put a dime and a penny in your life to thank you for all you've done. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and I got I can't even take credit for it. Chiz is the one. He was the mastermind of it all. So. <laughs> I'm very proud of him. I, actually, I want to acknowledge you uh, uh, and address something you shared that was very important. <clears throat> you said, uh, God knows where it came from. Mm. And I have written books where I have said I'm not ready to write that part until I have the download. And I'll have a download and I'll write something masterful that might be a page, it might be two pages, it might be eight pages. And it, and it happens so quickly. Like it, it, it is downloaded and written in let's say 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and you read it and you said, this isn't me. And you say, thank you. That's why I say I love reading what I've written. Yes, but exactly. That, that's what, but that's why I want to acknowledge you. Well, let me tell you something. You have an angel too, if that happens. I do. Um, Mother. I did a meditation, met a fellow named George, who was dressed rather strangely. I didn't understand why he was dressed that way. And we had a nice talk. And then I was giving lectures and noticing that I wasn't paying any attention to my notes, my outlines. I was just standing there talking. And one evening, 
But let me say, the talks were better than the, what I had outlined, so I would just stand there and talk. One evening, a woman came up to me and said, that was better than usual, I've heard you before. I said, I agree. The next woman said, there was a man standing in front of you for the entire lecture, so I drew his picture for you. And it was my angel, George. Mm. Now, he had a funny cap on, I didn't understand, and a big beard and spiritual garments, white um, and this has happened twice at Mercy Center in Madison, a spiritual yes. place. I spoke at a Christian funeral there. The healer, Alga Worrell, knew the man who died, and she was there also. And as the funeral you know, procession was leaving, she said to me, are you Jewish? I said, what are you asking for? I spoke at a Christian funeral, confusing you. She said, no, no, there's a rabbi standing next to you. Then I understood George and why he was dressed exactly the way he was. Because as I look back at photographs from a couple of hundred years ago, the prayer cap was more like a cap, if you know what I mean. Uh, it wasn't just a flat little yarmulke. And I understood everything, the beard, the cap, and so forth. And he's with me. That's why I, I don't prepare to talk. Oh, Bernie? I let him do it. Yeah. Uh, there's a little concerning uh, chat I'm getting from Tracy. She's giving me a private chat. So you didn't get the 11,000 she placed on your porch because she had. She, <laughs> <laughs> that's upsetting. And so Bernie, I donated it to a charity. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, Bernie, I told her not Bernie to do I told her not to do it. I told her not to do the penny dime because that, <laughs> right. that's yes, going to get lost. Yes. Well, we had, uh, we have only one minute left. Yeah. So, Bernie, we're going to have you back on. I'm going to ask everyone else to turn on their video so that we can uh, join in and um, being together uh, a last moment here for uh, Ken's birthday. So, um, super excited to be able to do that. And uh, there we go. There is everybody. So, here's our uh, minus Ron who will be back on. Oh, Kenny, thanks for being with us. Hi, so, Kenny. Um, uh, so let's just give Ken some love. Uh, thank you so much again, Blue Suede Entertainment, bluesuedeent.com for sponsoring Elvis, uh, Tracy Repchuk, Bernie Siegel, Christopher, Chis uh, Christopher Chis Chisholm um, for all being here. They'll all be back in the future for a whole full programming this fall. And happy birthday to Ken. We just wanted to let you know that this is only the start of what your next year is going to be. I love you very much. I'm Andrea Adams-Miller executive producer of Amplified. Thank you to our sponsors, the Red Carpet Connection, the Umbrella Syndicate, Perfect Publishing, Absolute Entertainment, Voice America, Influencers Channel. And um, uh, again, thank you, everyone. And Kenny. Joke book. And, oh, yes. Uh, Kenny's favorite thing is on Amazon. Kenny's favorite things is on Amazon or reach out to me. We only have 30 seconds left. Love you, Ken. Happy Thank birthday. Much, Happy birthday. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you, Elvis. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashad again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.